Well, hey guys, and welcome, welcome to welcome back. Welcome to Crash on My Couch. Whoa! Someone's almost forgetting our intro. What's that, what's all that about, bud? Well, we did say another thing initially, which is like a one-stop shop for. Blah, 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 blah. I like how we can't even remember our intro. What was it? I don't know. I bunch of bullshit. Don't know. A whole bunch of bullshit. Who cares? Moving on up and moving on. Period. Um, so I had a concept today that Will agreed with, and I think that you guys are going to vibe with this hard. Like you're going to vibe ultra hard on this. Um, segments. Yeah, they're great. And we did like literally 60 episodes of segments. So what if we do you want to guess what that sound effect is? No, it didn't sound like anything. Try to guess. Well, here, one more time. Are you breaking something open? Breaking the segment concept open? You're so close. Breaking the to opening, opening the segment jar of. If that was opening segments. the segment jar, I would go like this. Are you breaking the segment jar? So all the segmentizers are going everywhere. If I was breaking the thing. segment jar, then I would go. Just tell me what you're what you're doing. I'm breaking the mold. I'm what? breaking the mold. That had nothing to do with the yeah, mold, look. though. Like anyone who's listening knows okay, exactly well, what I'm talking about. Doesn't mean breaking. That yeah. means that's an explosion. Nope. So so you're blowing up the mold. Breaking not, it. No. Well, what's breaking it then? Breaking it's like you got the mold in one of your hands. Okay. And it makes like a shattering sound. Yeah, you're but that breaking means the, the, why is the mold glass? I picture the mold is like concrete. Okay, it can be like a concrete sound. Like, I've got a bat, bam. Which is why, well, that's what. No, you're doing doing a, like it's going out. The sound's traveling out like an explosion. It's an explosion, what you're doing. But it is kind of an explosion. No, it's not. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is we're breaking the mold. That's all we need to know. What we need to know is that we're we're breaking the. Step back. We're breaking the mold. Indeed. We're breaking the mold. We're changing things up. We're doing what we can. Given the recent um pandemic. Yeah, we don't want to bring it up again cuz like listen, you've heard about it enough. Let's be real. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, there is a uh, this thing called the coronavirus going around and um I don't know, it's just like this kind of low key thing that nobody's talking about. Yeah. Um, very low key. It hasn't affected the stock market at all. Yeah, like I don't know much about it. But I know we are currently hiding inside and don't have any toilet paper. Right. So we did buy uh, roughly 500 fancy napkins that will be gracing our buttholes. Yeah. And also, I just want to point out that um, no one's thinking about the napkins. Uh Uh-huh. The napkins are a hack. The napkins are a hack. If you would like a little supermarket hack... Go to your local supermarket. Oh, no toilet paper. Pick up those fucking napkins. It works just the same. Because when you're in a pinch, those napkins are going to... Pinch. Are going to... Yes, they're going to pinch. They're going to do what you need to do. We saw, actually, like, we were... So, like, we didn't want to do the crazy doomsday prep thing that everyone else was doing. Um, But here in LA, especially, people literally lining up around the block to get into Trader Joe's to go to their frozen food section. Like, this is a real thing that we witnessed on 3rd Street when we were driving through Hollywood. 
Um, and that was enough to send us into like a, should we be more concerned about this than we actually are moment? Yeah. This is the first time in my life, like legitimately one of the first times in my life that my nonchalance, my attitude of like, well, eh, things pass, whatever has not benefited me. Yeah. This has not benefited me. Um, we went to a Trader Joe's and it looked like the apocalypse. I'll like post a picture on the Twitter so you can see it. Um, crash on my couch show, uh, COMC show. Yes. No, CMC Podcast. CMC Podcast. Uh, on Twitter, you can go check out this photo because it literally looks like uh, the apocalypse happened, and I guess it did. Yeah. Um, it, it is, like, totally ridiculous, but also the fact that other people are preparing for it makes me think that we should prepare for it. Yeah. If other people are being crazy, therefore we have to be crazy. No, that's the problem. And I don't like that. But this is the issue, is that people go nuts and they start hoarding stuff. And then the hoarders benefit, but everyone else is stuck buying like $4 rolls of toilet paper. Like, I just got off the phone with my manager and he was talking about how he was walking past like a little kind of bodega and saw that they were selling single uh, rolls of paper towel for like eight bucks each. And he bought them. Of course he did. Because the desperation. Sometimes you need to do it. The desperation. I bought four jumbo rolls off eBay. Oh, dear. Ten bucks. Oh, oh, do we have toilet paper coming? Yeah, four jumbo rolls. Damn. So I haven't, I don't know what jumbo rolls are. <laughs> but I'm assuming it's like a normal roll of toilet paper. Times two. Times two. I think that's the deal. It's a jumbo roll. Jumbo roll. So yeah. we've, got, we've got really eight rolls coming. Yes. If you will. Effectively. Effectively. If you will. Depending on the brand and the ply. Yeah. I think that would be, you know, a shakeout. But so, the crazy yeah. thing is, is that like literally we, <laughs> we, we got on the napkin thing because we were walking through Target and we saw someone with like fancy napkins in their hands and we were like, weird. Why would you be buying napkins in this moment? That person was buying poo-poo towels. They were, they were cued onto it. They knew. They were buying their poopy stuff. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. Um, but anyways, we decided that instead of just obsessing about the coronavirus on this podcast today, because that's not helping anyone, even though we just did that for the first uh, 10 minutes of this podcast, um, we thought we'd just talk about what we're going to be doing indoors in our latest segment, Indoor, indoor Time. In, oh, Indoor Time. Yeah. That's what I've decided to call it. Indoor time. Is well, there a better, better? F- well, let's workshop it. What do you want to call it? Um, indoor time. We could also call it Corona time, but then like turn it on its head a little bit and just drink Corona beers all day. Right. But then you don't get, you don't understand that you're at, you're self-quarantining. Right. Yeah. It's just that you're drinking Corona beers. Indoor time works. Indoor time. Okay. Indoor time. Okay. Fine. So, um... Obviously, the big thing is we need to self-isolate. Yes. Uh, which is very important. Which we support. Which we support. Hardcore. So uh, we need to come up with things to keep ourselves occupied with. Right. Um, apart from doing work, which we don't want to do. Yes. Or sacrificial rituals. Yes. Because I don't think goat's blood in the middle of your apartment right now is probably the best thing ever. No. So, no. yeah. Uh, sacrifices, no. If you don't want to work... What is there to do? All yeah. right. What do you do? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to try and explore that today. And lucky for you, we've been internet personalities for nearly a decade. So we have a lot of experience doing nothing indoors. Yes. Am I right? Um, so number one, numero uno that I can come off the top of my head, off my dome piece, is get yourself into that art. Whoever you are, 
find your newest art medium. And listen, I'm not just saying you have to sketch celebrities from Instagram photos. I'm saying like, if you are really cool and good at Photoshop, do some crazy shit on Photoshop. Like come up with your own version of art that means something to you. Uh, Listen, we are not bored enough as a society. We don't get to stare at the wall enough in pain because we don't have anything else to do. And it's a great way to have your artistic breakout. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fun thing you can be doing at home. Yeah, I mean, like, I have gotten really into watercoloring in the last, like, year, would you say? Year and a bit? Two years? Yeah, I think so. Probably probably about... About a year. I don't think it's been that long, babe, actually. I think it's been like... Yeah, no, because it was when we moved into the apartment. I got that little easel. Yeah, but that even then it wasn't for a couple months. Because I remember you were, out, you were outside the balcony. I was like, I think I said like, you know what you should do? You should sit outside and paint. I like the idea of you just being out there working on your masterpiece. Paint. Well, thank you for being the catalyst, master. And then... Thank you. Now you've... Gone off and... You've gone off and... Yeah. Gone, gone crazy. Now you're an artist. Well... You've always been an artist. Well, look at that. Look at me going hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, I, I've been doing lots of watercoloring. And, and the one kind of fun thing about not having anything to do is that it kind of is making me confront my style of art as well. Like, I really like sort of two-dimensional, cartoony-looking women that I paint mm-hmm. occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of sitting here going, what else am I going to do around this sort of medium? What do I want to Well, I feel with? like you diversify your art quite a bit. I feel like you try different things a lot. I think what I you do. should try is try some different paints because you've been using uh, watercolors. And then what's the... Gouache. Is it gouache? Yeah. I want to see you use those oils. But I know oils are like a big thing because you have to have like stuff... Oils so, be messy. Yeah, they can be messy and you need, like... Space. Space and tools and, I don't know, yeah. a lot of crap. I loved... All, oil painting was what I did all throughout high school. Mm-hmm. So, like, I am very comfortable with I oil. just, I just, yeah, it's... It's just something that you want to do cool. in, like, a grand... I want to do it in, like, a big room. You want a big canvas. I want a big canvas. And you're having your artistic breakthrough. Yeah, that's the way I want to be doing that. And that, that's not exactly a possibility in either of our apartments right now, so... Okay, so you can be doing art. Yes. That's a big thing. And I'm saying, like... And also, I want to emphasize that it, I'm not saying you have to do just one person's definition of art. Like, if you're someone who does stuff on the iPad, that's dope. If you do something on a Wacom tablet, like, that's dope, too. It could be anything. Photoshop, whatever your thing is. Like, I really honestly just... Spend time working on your craft. Modeling. Like, if you're doing some kind of, like, clay modeling or a furry thing, modeling fur stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, like plushies, like sure. plushies, you okay. know, or something like yeah, that, like yeah. whatever There's you're doing. There's probably like a handful of people making plushies. Plushies, yep, probably. Yeah. Message me if you make plushies, lol. Um, um, but whatever you're doing, fucking do it hard. And it's got nothing else you need to do. you can be doing your art mm. while also leading on to our second idea. Ooh, what is it? Which is to binge a Netflix show. Oh, well, duh. Booyah! I mean, um, not just Netflix. We're talking Hulu. We're talking HBO. Yeah. We're talking you could finally watch The Sopranos because you never have yeah, seen this, The Sopranos. Okay, that's what I'm kind of getting at. Is like there are things you probably put off watching for a while. Yeah. Okay. Things that you knew that you needed to watch. Like, I know people who haven't seen Game of Thrones. Okay. And you, it's like, don't watch Or Breaking end. Bad. Yeah. So a lot of people haven't seen Breaking Bad. Okay, Will, then let's itemize a list of the shows. Like, let's talk. What shows do we need to watch that we haven't seen? Well, I'll tell you what. I made a top 10 list of the decade on Twitter a couple weeks back. 
No, but I'm saying also. I'll get it up. Well, yes. Okay, so this is this list that Will is going to share is a good one. Oh, then you're talking about us as well. This is what yes. you're saying. So I'm saying let's give some advice for shows that we think you should binge, and then we will talk about the ones that we need to binge because we haven't seen them yet, right? Yes, we have not watched The Wire. The Wire, we have not. We have not seen The Sopranos. Haven't seen The Sopranos. That was a real thing, real example that I'm giving. Haven't seen The Sopranos. I have a couple good uh, suggestions if. If I may be so bold. Uh, here we go. Where can I be it? so bold? Yeah, I mean, you can be bold, sure. First and foremost, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, you're saying for other people to yep. watch? Okay. Yep. If you've never watched the Avatar's The Last Airbender, uh, listen, it came out on Nickelodeon. It's an anime. And if those two things scare you away from it, then I don't want to be your friend. No, I do. I still want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. I don't want to be your friend. No, I do still want to be your friend. I just want you to watch Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Um, it is short, like 22 minutes. Uh, so it's easy, easy to digest. The storyline moves very quickly, but it's really empowering and lovely and just a, a great little step into anime if you've never watched anime before. I don't even, like when I first watched it, I wouldn't even, even have classified it as an anime um, just because it was so... It doesn't follow the same traditional rules as most animes, so just keep that in mind. But at the same time, I think it's a great watch. It's a great watch, and it's fun to kick back, do some art too as well. Yeah. It's a nice watch. I have a list here of my favorite shows of the 2010s. Okay. uh, Which I think a lot of people probably haven't seen some of these because they are like... Ooh, look at you, Mr. Hipster. Well, just because I feel like they... A lot of these, like, sometimes you have to power on through the first couple episodes and, like... I so this wa- is a good situation. I kind of, yeah, m- remember watching a lot of these and thinking, like, ugh, do I want to, like, continue watching it? But I'm glad I did continue watching it. Right. But I think that can put a lot of people off. Like The Leftovers. Right. Which, actually, I don't know if that would be the most fitting show now because it is, like, a little bit... Apocalyptic in a way? Existential. But maybe that's kind of in, in keeping with what's going on right yeah. now. I think The Leftovers is my favorite show of the last decade. Yeah. Um, and you get to see Justin Theroux's junk. Nice. Rare yeehaw. You sold that. It's one of those shows where you kind of have to stick through the first couple episodes. And um, I think once you've got through that, you'll kind of get the show. Yeah. And um, honestly, they only did three seasons. It's incredible. Front to back. It is, it says so much. Yeah. It is one of those shows that really makes you feel something. You come away thinking, fuck. Like, even now, sometimes I think about it. Yeah. I think a lot of people say, like, if you start talking about it, people just want to, people want to discuss it. If you've watched Leftovers, everyone has their own take on it. It's just this really, really amazing show. So, yeah. It it really affected me as a show. More so than most other things. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say I never watched it until Will was like, you haven't seen this. You would love this. Um, and I assumed from the outside that it was going to be kind of a depressing show. And I actually had the exact opposite reaction. I felt like it was a very hopeful show. Yeah. Like by the end of it, it wasn't, it has some like darker themes, but it's not, um, like it, it can be really funny at times. Mm -hmm. It's super humorous. It's really like lovable. There's a lot of really lovable characters in it. And, and even though it is kind of like a serious existential show, it's it doesn't leave me feeling dissatisfied. Like, I know that you liked the ending of Lost, but I found it really dissatisfying yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of depressing. So it doesn't feel 
like a depressing, it doesn't end in a depressing way and it doesn't feel like a depressing show. Like it's, it's a nice one to kind of binge. Do you think the ending of Lost was depressing? I just found it unfulfilling. Yeah, I didn't think it was depressing, though. I thought it was depressing. Well, if anything, it was really, like... I thought it was depressing because... Sweet. The whole thing... I, I know, but, like, I thought it was depressing because I was like, oh, they're all dead. I was kind of like, okay. But they all eventually die. I know, but then I was just like, oh. It's not that they're dead. It's that they've... They all eventually die. I know, but, like... They all live flourishing, wonderful lives. And yeah. that's the end of the show. Yeah. Did you get that? Yeah. Because I, I was the forum guy that was on all the lost forums. So I was okay, like... Okay, let's not... You know what? I'm not getting into this with you. We're not doing a lost debate like 10 years after the fact. It's a, lost is a great show. Yes. It does start to lose it. Lost is a show they could watch. I would not recommend binging the whole thing, though, because it is so fucking long. It is so long. The first couple of seasons are like... Those are fire, but then binge like... Binge-worthy to yeah. me. Like, you cannot believe it. But past happening. that, like, once it starts getting into, like, when they're off the island and, like, all that, like, I'm just not... I understand. I'm not there for it. I understand. I'm not. I'm I understand. Not. No, Sorry, no, no. I'm it's not. like season four, it starts to get a bit That's outrageous. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, so let's hear the rest of your list. So, number two, Breaking Bad. Duh. Um, I've, I still meet people that haven't seen Breaking Bad. And I'm like, uh, Come hi. Come on. I will say Breaking Bad is one of those ones when I first started watching it, it had like a two or three episode uh, introduction. Like, yes. Although it's very- That's kind of what I was saying before. Like yeah. you have to get through the first, um, the first season's great. Yeah. Get through the first couple of episodes definitely. But after season one, it is, it just takes the fuck off. And yeah. it is a royal yeah. coaster. And then it kind of like, it it keeps its momentum the whole time. And it is just like an epic. Yeah. Um, Number three, Bojack Horseman. Wonderful. Great show on Netflix. Um, it's an animated show. It's a cartoon, but it is better than any cartoon I've ever seen, ever. I think it's just, like, perfect. It's like a really adult cartoon, but not adult in, like, the sense that it says, like, adult jokes, but it's adult in a way that, like, it feels like a drama at times. Well, the writer who, now I'm forgetting who the writer of that is. Let me... I'm just going to look that up real quick. Um, I think it's um, Bob Raphael. Uh, Bob Raphael. Raphael Bob Wagsberg. Yeah. Yeah. So he also wrote a book that was... Uh, what? What's the book that he wrote? Raphael Is Bob Wagsberg. You will find someone that love you for... Uh, he wrote Someone Who Will Love You in All Your Damaged Glory. And that is one of my favorite books as well. Ooh, which is also another thing that you could do indoors is read some really good books okay, that you've been can, putting off. We can get to it, all right? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Number four, Parks and Recreation. Obviously. If you haven't seen Parks and Recreation... Dude. If you haven't seen Parks and Recreation, you're in for... I'm jealous. I'm jealous that you haven't seen Parks and Recreation and right. you get to experience it for the first time. Yep. Because it is just one of those things that will change your life. Agreed. And also it's it's a very hopeful show, which I think is something that everyone wants and needs in there. Yeah, life. and you will binge it and it would be the best thing of your life. And also, if you have seen it already, binge it again. We've yeah. done it like five times. Who's judging? It's, it's the same with The Office. If you it's haven't gotten like, into that loop of just constantly re-binging the things that, like, a Michael Schur has made on NBC, then, like, you, you got to get into that cycle. It's the best. Um, I'll do one more, which is... I can do two more. Better Call Saul, which is, for those of you that have seen Breaking Bad, 
it's a continuation of Breaking Bad. It's kind of a prequel, yeah. but it's as good as Breaking Bad, uh, if not better in a lot of ways. And we're on season five right now and it is incredible. And it is not slowing down. And then the last thing, which is one of my favorite shows that I kind of, I actually forgot to add to the list, but it's called Dark. It's on Netflix. Oh, I love Dark. It's a great show to binge. Uh, it's like, um, uh, like a, how do you describe it? It's like well, a, it's a sci-fi, sci-fi, it's a sci-fi thriller, thriller. Um, about a, a child that goes missing in this small town in Germany. It's a German show. Um, so you have to watch it with subtitles. But it's on Netflix. But it's just one of those shows that like, I think a lot of people might have missed in the past because it is German and maybe they're put off by the, by the subtitles and all that stuff. But, but I would argue that also because it is subtitled, it forces you to read. And like this, the the concept of the show is that, I, and this isn't going to give anything away, but because it is a sci-fi show, there's a lot of concepts like time travel and things like that that are kind of hard to understand. There's a lot of characters that repeat and like you might see them in different time periods. So like they look different and having subtitles and forcing yourself to read them allows you to kind of re reintroduce yourself to the scene that you're in. Yes. Especially when like there's a new season that comes out or something like that, like I would be watching something and I think if it was an American show or it was an English speaking show and the whole thing I wasn't reading, I would be so fucking confused by what's going on. But because you have to sit and read it, it really helps you understand the concept of the show. Yeah. Um, So highly, highly recommend. And also it's another good one that you can kind of get lost into because it's a real like world that you enter into, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's so much good stuff on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. Like it just like you could spend the next month of your life self-quarantining watching all of the things, all of the stuff that you put off. I mean, I guess that is like the blessing of like the world that we live in now is that you do have access to juicy, juicy stuff to yeah, watch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, trying to make, Trying to make lemonade out of lemons, people. Yeah. If you're stuck indoors, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with going on a little binge, self-indulgence. Um, third thing that you can do. Well, I didn't get to say my shows. What was it? Oh, my God, of course. Go on, tell me. What, you can just go on your shows? <laughs> tell me. What is it? Sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so I said Avatar, Last Airbender. Yeah. And I agree with that. Um, also, another one that is made in the same style as BoJack Horseman that I really liked, but it didn't get picked up for a second season, mm-hmm. is Tuca and Birdie. Right. I really, really liked this cartoon. It's on Netflix as well. And or is it Netflix? or Yeah, no, no, it's Netflix. I think it's yeah. Netflix. Um, and I was really actually sad that it didn't get picked up for a second season because I thought it actually portrayed a lot of women's issues in a really fun and light way, but... Um, still got to the root of things that are difficult. And I feel like that's what Bojack does really well. And I felt that Tuca and Birdie did a really good job of that too. Yeah. And kind of like talking about the nuances of being a woman in the modern, in the modern world that we live in, but in a really humorous, fun, colorful way was, uh, really, really good. And I mean, I don't know how much you watched of it, Will, but I binged through that. Yeah. I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. I binged through it in like a week. So if you want something like that, it's light, it's fun. It's kind of like following two women who are best friends, kind of broad city style, but in a cartoon and it's just, it's a really good show. Broad city. Well, I was going to say, if you haven't done the broad city thing, what are you doing? I just started rewatching them. Like when Will and I do long distance, I I tend to watch a lot of uh, Broad City just because 
it's my favorite thing to put on in the background. And I've seen it so many times that it's like, it's sort of my new Seinfeld where I can put it on the background. Yeah. And I know, I know what episode's going on and I don't feel like I have to pay attention anymore and I'll still find it funny. Um, and I love that that's my show. I could do that too, because I just think that um, Ilana and Abby are so, so incredibly funny and cute together. So um, yeah, do that as a rewatch if you've seen it before. And if you haven't seen it before, it's basically like two insane uh, Jewish women living in New York, just running around and being like outrageous and fun and broke in New York City, which is just a wonderful concept. And they play with it really well. And they're also like a comedy duo in real life. So they play off each other really well and they wrote the show together and they have a lot of control around it. And I, I just really, really love it. I love that show. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and I think that's on Hulu. FYI, but I don't know where it would be if you were living in the UK or anywhere else. I know in the US it's Hulu. Okay. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I got to say Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yep. Because the earlier seasons slap. Yeah, we haven't finished the new season. I still, I'm actually really mad at myself because I thought I was going to binge through the latest season. And then like, I kind of hit a stalemate in like the, like roughly in the middle of this latest season. But the first two are so fire that I want to just rewatch the first two of seasons because yeah. they're incredible they're so yeah. good and what's her name rachel Bros- brosnahan 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 rachel brosnahan is b-o-s-n-a-h-a-n it's like brosnahan isn't it yeah uh my girl but you might rach. say brosnahan i'm gonna just call her rach my girl rach is stunning a hot as hell b intelligent and hilarious c and pretty much like my icon d so there you go Nice. Definitely check out Marvelous Miss Maisel if you want to do kind of like a time period, uh, a jump into a different world. Um, And also it's Amy Sherman Palladino who wrote uh, and directed a lot of episodes for Gilmore Girls. So um, and is the showrunner and the creator. So if you want something like that, that's wholesome and wonderful, like Gilmore Girls, but you want kind of the the 1950s take on it. Marvelous. There you go. Marvelous. Yep. Um, And then I think that's pretty much it. Now, what were the shows that we haven't watched that we could binge now? Um, Sopranos, obviously. Never seen The Sopranos. Yeah, The Wire, I said. The Wire. The Wire. We still need to watch Twin Peak, The Return. Yes, we didn't. I'm so annoyed that I didn't watch the last, like, three episodes of that. But the episode that we watched, the last one that we watched. That was incredible. That was the one where. It was incredible. But it's just, it's so hard to. So, I mean, it got to the point where it was really hard to follow, but it was an, it was incredible. Like each hour was like I a wanna, work of art. Yeah, I want to I, I want to watch it for its artistic value, but it is a tough show to get through. It is tough, yeah. But you have to I think the reward of finishing it would be really cool. Yeah, just to be like, wow, that was kind of amazing. We did that. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I completely agree. It just seems like one of those ones that, like, I need to watch for this, like, the social reference. Yeah. But then also it is so hard to watch someone, like, just say, hello, like, 50 times in a row in one episode. Yeah. That was really annoying. Um, Um, So uh, we need to make it happen, though. The fourth thing we need to talk about are video games. I don't know how many of you um are into video games i don't i just don't i'm i'm i i was always into video games autumn was always into video games i mean i don't think you can listen to this podcast unless you've played at least 10 video games in your life that's like yeah but some people aren't into video games 
But guys, get into them. Because I just realized, like, reality kind of blows. And, like, video games are the best. A lot of people aren't. It's just, that's just not that thing. I think that there's, there's a video game out there for everyone, though. Yeah. Because if you're someone, like, I know, for instance, like, my sister, we were talking about this while we were on vacation. She doesn't like having to discover anything. <laughs> like, yeah. she was talking about uh, Super Mario Sunshine. And yeah, she, she like, doesn't want, like, a like a super hard challenge. She just wants, like, no. a nice, easy game to kick back with. Yep. She yeah. wants something like Animal Crossing. Yeah. Where she doesn't really have to think about it. Yeah. Like, it's kind of just up to her to build her own world. Like, that's her thing. But, like, that's her style of video game. That's great. Um, and then, you know, there are people who really love adventure games like Ocarina of Time, the whole Zelda series. And then there are people who like first person shooters and nothing else like Aaron. And then there are sadists like me oh. that like the, I'm trying, I can't sum it up, but like the Dark Souls series games, which. That's what they're called. That's like. It, yeah, they're, but they're, Bloodborne's not in the like. Yeah, uh, but they, it counts in it. Yeah. It counts in it. Yeah, if you like, say Dark Souls series, I think you're talking about like Bloodborne. There's like this uh, Japanese guy. um, he has a he works for a company called From Software, I think. Well, he's a director of video games, and uh, he makes these impossibly difficult video games. Um, and it's kind of if you haven't played it, you won't know how it's hard to explain why it's so impossible. And to begin with, I didn't understand why it was so difficult because Arden actually played it for the first time. Uh, she played one of the first games. It was called Bloodborne uh, about two years ago, and I remember she was playing it, and I didn't understand what the deal with the game was. But I remember being really annoyed that we couldn't beat the first boss. <laughs> yeah. Because one of those things where it's like, oh, gone. there were like 10 bosses in the game. You're building up to fight each one. And the bosses are just like disgusting monsters that just f- fucking destroy you. And um, so Arlen was going out to the first boss. And I remember thinking like, oh, I don't understand why. This is so difficult for her. That's why I understand why this is so difficult. And two, I don't understand why anyone would want to be put through this. Like why anyone would even play these. Yeah. yeah. And then I, uh, and like, then you saw the light. And then, um, yeah, and then I played Dark Souls 3. And then a month ago, I was like, you know, I'm going to pick up Bloodborne again, see what we can do. And after I beat the first boss and like a couple more bosses, and I punished myself and screamed and cried and broke every inch of my body trying to play <laughs> it, uh, I understand now why it's like such a fun game to play because it's so satisfying. Yeah. Well, the whole point is that the the difficulty is so so difficult that you feel incredible when you when do you do it it's just it. like a weight off your chest and you are just so happy yep and it's and it's also like the amount of time that you've put in to prepare for bosses and stuff like the there was one boss that will was fighting that was um called the one unborn or yeah. the one reborn yeah uh, and it was a boss that like when you look it up online a lot of people are like oh this is like a really easy boss like whatever and the, the classic thing with Bloodborne or any of the Dark Souls games is, like, the boss that you think is the easiest can be the hardest boss for someone else. And the boss that you think is the hardest could be the easiest to everyone yeah, else. It, like, it, it some, just doesn't yeah. matter. It does not matter. And that one was one where you have to, like, run past a million people that are trying to kill you to even get to the boss. So, you, like, you could die on the way to the boss, which is something that's very well known <sighs> for the Dark Souls God. series. It's just like it's giving, yeah, it's giving little flashbacks right now. Um, but. But it's very fun. What's coming out this Friday? Oh, my God. I I don't even know if I can start talking about it without crying. Like, y'all, y'all Animal Crossing, New Horizons. It's coming out this Friday. Guys, Perfect timing. I'm just letting you, I want everyone Midnight to Midnight on Thursday because you want to play it. 
as soon as it comes out. Dude, dude, dude. I'm not like, I'm sorry, but like literally dude, like we are not, we are not together the moment animal crossing starts. Like I can't commit to anything in my life. Like I actually need a feeding tube because I am not leaving the couch. I want a bedpan and I want a feeding tube. Nice. And an IV drip. And that's it. And just, you're, you're just, you need your fingers to play. That's, that's it. it. That's it. I literally do not, I don't want to be responsible for anything come Thursday. I'm done. That's okay. it. It's Animal Crossing month. Well, listen, on that topic, I tweeted out, what should I call my Animal Crossing Island? Okay, this is very important. So. Can um, I say, can I just say what it was, what I have before? Can I just say what I've named my. Yeah, my tell me, path? tell me. So, um, Stardew Valley is the one that I've been playing right now. And right now, um, my farm is called Nibbles. Nibbles. Like like a little munch. Nibbles farm. So, I just want to let you know that that's kind of the realm that I'm in. And then in Animal Crossing, I've named uh, my Animal Crossing ones. I've named them like Ard's Isle. I've named it like Ard's Town. You know what I mean? I've gone in the Z route, like A-R-D-Z. You know, just to seem a little funky, a little fresh. Um, but I think with this one, we've agreed together, Will, that it has to be a tropical name, right? It has to be an island name, like yes, Turtle I, Island. I want to. I want uh, It should be titled like a destination. I want to read it in a brochure and go. I want to go there. Right. Okay. 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 I like. I can do the funny thing. I can make up saying, but I want, I'm taking this fart seriously. Paradise. I yeah. call it Fart Paradise. Okay, but I want to call it. I want to take my time with it. Okay. So, well, are any of these names sticking out to you? I mean, guys. I don't know if any of you who are listening to this sent in anything, but there are some questionable island names. So, Quarantine Island. Quarantine Island, get out of here. This is boring as sin. Get out of here. Sorry, Sherry. (laughs) Um, Will I land? Like, as in Will I am? Will I land? Wait, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. I like that. I think, you know what? Bookmark. For, For talent, I think bookmark. Darby Shore. Ooh, or Darby Shores. Like, you know. Shire of Darbys. But that doesn't, that's not tropical. These are, wait, what are you talking about? These aren't questionable. These people really put in great effort for this. This is Cayman really Island? That, that's a place. Yeah, that's just a place. Cayman Island. What you, what? I'm going to call my island the Caribbean, am I? Oh, you know what I'm going to call mine? The K, like K, letter K. Yeah. Man Island, like UK man. Um, <laughs> Willy Hilly. That's cute. Is it? Will Hill. Someone said, I named mine Lana Del Rey because it sounds like a beach town. Lana Del Rey. Which it does. It does sound like a beach town. Oh. Um. I like We've that. also got Derbyshire and, um, quite simply, Will's Island. Thank you to that person. So, yeah. Hadn't thought um, about that. Thank you, Evan Hansen, 96. Uh, yeah, that's great. Will's Island. Will's yeah, Island. I think we've got a winner with just Will's Island. What? Okay, so let's brainstorm right now. Let's do a little, let's do a little bit here. What, what do you think about? What do you think about? Ready? Mm-hmm. Crab. Crab Claw Cove. Crab Claw Cove. No, because it's not a cove, Arden. I don't want to have a cove. It needs to be general enough, all right? No, wait, you don't... Will, fucking play with me. Work (laughs) with me. Do you not understand that it's an island fucking town? You can name it anything beach-related. Sandy Bottoms. No, it should be... 
It's not bad. It should be something <laughs> island. Sea Star Island. Sure. But like, does Sea Star really feel like me? Jellyfish Lagoon. Yeah. Goo Lagoon, which is from SpongeBob. It has to be a name that when I when I look at it and when I think of it, I think that's paradise. I might name mine Goo Lagoon. Okay. I might Hooligoon Lagoon. Ooh. Hooligan Lagoon. Oh, you're, oh God. You're, <laughs> that's what I'm naming it. Okay. Hooligan Lagoon. Yeah. That is so fun to say. Hooligan Lagoon. Hooligan Lagoon. But what? why the hooligan? Because it's fun to say. Hooligan Lagoon. But if I go to your island. You're coming to Hooligan I'm, Lagoon. I, if I'm going to Hooligan Lagoon, <laughs> I'm going to be expecting to see some hooligans. Well, I am a hooligan. You're not a hooligan. I am a hooligan. There's no, nobody's a hooligan in Animal Crossing. That's the beauty of it. No, there are some hooligans in Animal Crossing. Rissetti is a hooligan. Uh, no, actually, Rissetti is a peacekeeper. He's he's chaotic good. Um, but uh, Nook is a hooligan. Nook is a big time hooligan because he's basically scamming you into buying, yeah. uh, like redoing his entire island for him. Yeah, that's true. And he's the investor. So like he's making money. All right. He's a hooligan. And then there are a couple of neighbors. Yeah, hooligan behavior. Hooligan Lagoon. Nobody take that. Raccoon Hooligan Lagoon. Oh. Okay. Mongoose. L- Mongoose. Uh, raccoon Hooligan Lagoon. right now? No, stop. There's probably... There's probably- Lampoon Hooligan Lagoon. You're just trying to think of things that have oons in it. <laughs> Goose Hooligan Lagoon. I think they probably... That's good. I think they probably cap how long it is as well. Do you think I won't be able to fit Hooligan Lagoon? You might be able to fit in Hooligan Lagoon. <laughs> Hooligan Lagoon's not sexy, Arden. I don't. Sorry, are you trying to make your Animal Crossing Island? I'm making sexy? a fuck, fucking resort. Yeah. Oh you, so, no, no, no! You're not making a fucking resort. You're making a fucking resort. No, I'm making a fucking. No, I'm making a fucking resort. Not a fucking resort. No, no, no a fucking resort. Not a fucking resort. resort. A place where people fuck. No, I want it to be. Um, uh, welcoming for all my visitors. Right. I want, if you're going to come visit my island, I want you to just be like, oh, I'm going to... Uh, sea Breeze Meadows. Yeah. And it's just lovely. And you arrive there and you just go... <sighs> it makes sense. Just sigh of relief. What if you call it Sea Breeze? Sea Breeze. Sea Breeze is... It's pretty lovely. Or you could or you could name it Mist of the Sea. Yeah. Mist all the sea. Why do you do the accent? Because you're a part of I'm, the. You're a part of the. The the light light post. Oh, okay. The the lighthouse. Can you make a lighthouse on it? Yeah, there's a lighthouse. Like on the in the game, or I'm can you sure make there, your own one? No, I thought there was already a lighthouse. That'd be cool if you could make a lighthouse. I don't know. Maybe there isn't. I don't know. Is there a lighthouse confirmed? Confirmed. Confirmed. Lighthouse confirmed. New Horizons. Lighthouse. Let's see. My Google just doesn't want to work today, period. So, um, not sure. Won't check for me. I mean, listen, guys. Regardless of whether you're an Animal Crossing person, a Bloodborne person, a Call of Duty person, there's a game for you. Dabble. Let loose. Play a little bit. I'll give you one that I think that you should play, and it's I think it's cross-platform. I think there are a lot of different uh, Tell me. consoles that you can play it on. You can play it on PC as well. Celeste. Celeste's a good one to get yourself into it. 
it's kind of an old school side scroller and it is challenging, but it is very fun. Yes. And you can play it on the toilet, which I think is a 10 out of 10. Toilet. If you can play a game on the toilet. Toilet. <laughs> you Toilet is horrible. Also Stardew Valley. But I only say that because I put a hundred And it's hours. basically the same as Animal Crossing. Yes. It's just 8-bit. Okay. Um, wait, wait, but you never, you never picked an island name. I don't. Will, I don't, Will, Will, just try. Arden, I don't know what the, uh, the, the, I'm going to, okay, here's what's going to happen. You keep pressing buttons on the printer, by the way, with your giant toes. So maybe don't. Maybe I'll keep doing it just to wind you up. I don't know the title of my island until I download Animal Crossing, hit start, it opens up and it greets me and goes, what's your island? And at that point I'll go, fuck, that's it. And it's going to come out, it's going to be like poetry. You're you're gonna freeze, and you're not gonna be able to play for it's six hours. It's gonna be like poetry. Well, I already have mine, so I don't even know why. Like, Hooligan Lagoon. Yeah, Hooligan Lagoon. Cool. That's the name it's of my great, island. It's a great name. Yeah. Um. But here's what you need to figure out: you need to get real, and you need to be true, and you need to be honest with yourself, and you need to do all of that. Yeah. And you need to think about what you're gonna name your fucking island. Because I wanted at least, I thought in this podcast, we could just sit and kind of brainstorm for a second. Like, this was the space that you could Sea Breeze Island is very nice. Okay. But I, I'm not going to... Watercolor Coast. Watercolor, where where watercolor did the coast, coast come from? Watercolor Coast. No. Because you need seas. You need, like, you need you need some, like, uh, you know, connectors in your... Or just simply water, water, watercolor. But that's just a place in Florida. I mean, everything's a place. Sea Breeze is probably a fucking place. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Seaside. I tell you what, it's not a place. Hooligan Lagoon. Hooligan Lagoon. <laughs> honey, honey, it's an original idea. You're going to make it and you're going to be like, wait a minute. Fuck. Type in Hooligan Lagoon. It's a bustling community. <laughs> wait, I'm looking it up. Hooligan, there's no way. You're like, oh, you never heard of Hooligan Lagoon? Yeah, I go there every summer with my parents. Hooligan Lagoon. Can I just say, I'm so proud of Hooligan Lagoon. Hooligan Lagoon is a song. Oh. And that's it. Maybe you can listen to the song while you're playing on Hooligan Lagoon. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, yeah. All right. Maybe I could do that. Okay, guys. You can move along to, I'll, to, I guess, the last thing, which I think is important. Okay. I think that's self-care. Whoa. How are you self-caring I'm in this? Fr- I'm throwing it around. Yeah. We've had a lot of fun, this podcast. Yeah. Now we're going to- Love laughs. Now we're sitting down. Goofs, gaffs, laughs. Self-care. Now we're going to sit down for a second and be real. How have you been taking care of yourself in well, this quarantine time? Well, I haven't really. Right. But. How are you planning on? How am I planning on it? Okay, let's hear it. Okay. Going through, take me through your steps <sighs> okay. for self-care. Um, you could do some yoga. Right. You could have a nice bath. Right. With some salts. Salts. Yeah. Regular salts, Himalayan salts. What kind of salts are you using? Himalayan salts, or if you have an injury, some Epsom salts, maybe. Epsom salts. I think that's the only salt you should use. Yeah. Uh, you can meditate. Right. I would also put reading into the self-care thing. Yep. Take some time for yourself. Yep. Kick back, relax, be quiet. I'm trying to think if there's a book I've been really loving recently that I've been reading. Oh, you know what? My dad recommended one. Sorry, one second. Excuse me. She's she's walking away. I'm walking away. I'm over here. I'm walking away. I walked away and now I'm back. Okay. Um. So uh, I started reading this book and here's the kind of crazy thing. Um. Like, I don't know who's looking out for me in the world. I don't know. But I'm reading a book about someone who is stuck indoors, which is really interesting. 
um, because he's stuck indoors in the middle of Russia, and it's very cool. Oh. Uh, so this is a New York Times bestseller. It's called A Gentleman in Moscow, and it's by Amor Tolls. A-M-O-R-T-O-L. Nope. T-O-W-L-E-S. Um, and he also wrote Rules of Civility, which is apparently amazing as well. But I would highly recommend this book. I'm I'm only like a quarter of the way through, and it is really, really fun. It's a very, very fun read. It's about someone who gets, um, well, we'll call it quarantined in a really cool old hotel in Moscow. And he basically has to make a life for himself in these like four walls of this giant hotel. I love that. So it's really cool. He like explores different areas of the hotel, meets new guests, and he's kind of a quirky, funny guy, comes out with a lot of great one-liners. 10 out of 10 would recommend Damn. reading it. Damn, Zaddy. Very, 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 very good. Um, okay. The other thing I was going to say was. Right. Continue. Sorry. I just had to no, get that book. That's no, fine. No, I'm glad you did. Yeah. Um, I'm putting all this into self-care because I think it fits. Okay. Um, you can play a board game. Love a board game. Or do a puzzle. Love a puzzle. You know, just do the things that you probably normally wouldn't do. I mean, we play a lot of board games, but I know a lot of people don't play board games. What board game would you recommend to someone who's alone, though? Well, Solitaire. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, if you're by yourself, it can be hard to play a board game. Yeah. But there might be there might be some games that you could pick up. I'm trying to think of a solitary game, which could be fun. What about that um, that love game you got me? Oh, Wait. Love is Blind. Uh, is it called Love is Blind? No, that's the Netflix show. Oh, sorry. Love Story? I don't know what the name of it was. I thought you can play it one person. Right. You can do a puzzle, definitely. <laughs> so maybe not board games for one person. But if you have two people, then go for it. Just you know, something like that. Or a cat that is really intelligent, maybe. You could probably play. That's true. Board game together. Um, What else? Put on your favorite record. Right. Listen to some great music. Right. Take a nap. Take a nap. Don't do enough of that. What else? Never doing enough of that. I mean, guys, you can do whatever you want. The world, I mean, your apartment, is your oyster. Yeah. Endless possibilities. Within those four walls that seem to be getting smaller and smaller as we talk. Yeah. Smaller and smaller. smaller. Uh, No, it's all going to be great and okay. And you know what? Oh, here's another fun one that you could do. Yeah, categorize, categorizes self-care. Oh, you've gone really high. Yep, categorizes self-care. Reorganize a little bit. Reorganize. Sort your shit out. Wash your clothes. Wash your clothes. Fold them. Fold them. Put them away. You got a bunch of crap you need to get rid of? Get Get rid rid of it. it. Throw in the dump. Get it out. No, no, not the dump. Recycle it. Reci- yeah, recycle it. I mean, it. some of it you have, you have to Some of it dump. you might have to dump. Yeah. You can't help it sometimes. It's dumping stuff. <sighs> I mean, guys, there's a lot to be done. There's a lot to be done. And the corona can't touch you nope. when you're inside. Can't touch us. Just don't let anybody in. Don't let anybody in. Bolt that door. Bolt that door. And spray every Postmates that you have with Lysol. Yes. No, maybe not. That's mm, assault. I think. Probably. Yeah, yeah maybe assault. Um, speaking of which, I really want Taco Bell. All right. So on that note, can we get Taco Bell? On that note, the answer is yes. <laughs> See you guys. Self-care. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, on that note, I feel like it's a perfect way to sign off the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope s- this was enjoyable. Stay safe in there, not out there. Yeah. Stay safe in, stay safe in there. And if you are someone who has to be out in the world, you know, take care of yourself. And more importantly... 
I mean, it's just as important. It's not more important. But um, please tweet us any suggestions you might have. Yep. At COMC Podcast. Uh huh. Um, because we can tweet out a few if you guys have any. Start a discussion. Yeah. Build our community. Our well, little community we've got here. Yeah, 100%. And also, like, yeah, keep in contact. Because, you know, we've given out all these ideas, but if you guys have any good books to read or any movies or shows that we're missing on our list, let us know. Tweet at us. COMC Podcast, let us know. Because I would love to add some new stuff to my list. I've got some good stuff to watch and some good stuff to read, but I am always looking to expand. So please, keep us abreast to all the things we should be abreast to. Yes. And stay safe. And we will see you guys next week. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.